Anime and friendship hour. Anime and friendship. <laughs> anime and friendship hour. Anime and friendship. Neck crack sound. <laughs> okay, well, this is Anime and Friendship Hour. Uh, this is the show where we're friends. We're going to talk about anime, and it will be an hour or about close, hopefully. Exactly. To the second. You are who? I'm Courtney Magleby, and I uh, am a host. And you like anime. I like anime. You know a lot about anime. I know a lot about anime. I know enough about anime to hate a lot of it, which I think <laughs> if you like anime, you know that means I know a lot. You have an informed opinion. I'm a goddamn opinion. Who am I? You're Cody Robson. And what do I do? You don't know as much about anime. Less. But. No, less. It is episode, what, 93, 92? Yeah, actually, at this point, it's a substantial amount. That much anime is where I'm at. Yes. And this week. 93% of anime. Oh my god, I'm about to level up. Yeah. Oh, then what do I do? What do I. Does my hair turn pink like yours? Like, what? Ooh, <laughs> what's um, the, what happened? Well, then you can either start learning, like, some spells and stuff. Or you can get some, like, techs and do cool sword stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does a full Magical Girl transformation sequence happen? Yeah. I'm most excited about that. <laughs> so is that everything? Basic premise of the show? Basic premise? I think that's basically... It's a podcast. You've listened to it before. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're podcasters. Like, most podcasters, we're two drinks in at least. <laughs> and like a lot of podcasters, we insist on telling you about our personal lives because we yes. think you want to know secret is that, that you do want to know you think you don't want to know but you don't understand that as a content creator the way we get you to care about us and keep going back is by being personal and enjoyable so oversharing I, yeah enjoy this motherfucker let's wheel out the mascot <laughs> oh who's that oh we're joined by our, uh, uh um mascot first mascot number one there's gonna be several mm-hmm. uh Listen to past episodes. It's not going to make more sense, but, you know, it might get funnier after the 50th time. I wish I remembered which one they were introduced in because it's been so long. Probably Yu-Gi-Oh! or some shit. That sounds right. 13 to 18, somewhere in there. Right? Anyway, who's this? And it, uh, Checkity China, the check-in chicken. We're doing check-ins. Oh, right on time, Checkity China. So, Cody, do you have a check-in? Do I have a check-in? How, when was the last time we did this podcast? Uh, I think the check-in, joint check-in is like, oh my god, it's been the holidays. We're, right. So we're I guess in I, a I'm, brand new fucking year, bro. Uh, it's 2019. I'm back to work. Oh, god. Work is terrible. Yeah, I have to it. go to a building and do tasks for money, and that was not my life three weeks ago. Yeah, mm. it's fucking awful. Mm-mm. I have to go to building and do tasks for money the whole week now. I, I think that the big uh, the big event here was there was a concert at the Children's Discovery Museum area, which oh. is a place that you may or may not have worked at and can talk about. But I think no they didn't the make me cl- write this disclaimer. I <laughs> Your at the former Discovery. place employment. of employment has yeah. a park. It's got yes. an oversized Monopoly board. It's pretty cute. It's very Not fun. a lot you can do with it, but it's very cool. Um, they put on a Coachella-sized concert there for three days, and the volume level... Was this was, the football thing? This is the football it thing. It was an AT&T uh, overtime playlist, playlist, playoff playlist live. So it was a f- mm. football playlist, play li- football playoff playlist live. So they uh, had a they had college football playoff in San Jose at San Jose uh, State in the stadium. Or, or in Levi Stadium, the San Francisco oh. Stadium. Painted this town top to bottom. Yeah. And uh, this concert, I we could not believe how loud it, like it, it was louder than our TV. Like it. 
Oh. We didn't realize how close it was. It is. It, it, we are di- diagonal block away. Yeah. So one block south, one block east. But it was like like wake you up loud through closed windows and there's full-on blocks of single family homes between us and the venue Mm -hmm. and it was the first time like an old cranky baby boomer i went on next door and i was like this is what the fuck is happening yeah (laughs) and every and half the people were like old women complaining about this and then everything else they were complaining about yeah and then apparently someone made a wider post that encompassed most of downtown and they got a lot of negative response as well you live in a city it's gonna be loud it's like i live in a city under an airport this was next level like yeah it was coachella yeah and it was it was also have they been to san jose it's not a loud city right this isn't fucking (laughs) New York Times Square motherfucking bullshit. Right. San Jose is still San Jose. I don't know what to tell you. And this was noon to 11 for three days. Yeah. And a lot of it was rained out because we had freak rain or whatever. But I, I was just blown away by that. Anyway, so I'm an old man now. And this, and I'm waving my uh, stick at the kids on the lawn. Yeah. That's my check-in. These motherfuckers. My check-in is that all this football shit got me off an hour <laughs> early from work one day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was pretty nice. That is pretty nice. Pretty cool. It's pretty like cool. the first time football did something for you, maybe. Right. <laughs> right. Have you tried my cheese hat on? That's about all I can offer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I have a check-in for you that I'd like to talk about. Uh-oh. You took a next step. So this has always been like one person. This this feels like a very directed yeah. check-in. I'm, I'm, a direct I'm, attack, I'm, assault of a check-in. I'm forcing a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> so the premise of the show has always been, I'm Courtney. I know anime. You're Cody. You don't know anime. That's and true. we've learned that at this point, it's kind of a farce. But it's always been like, <laughs> Cody knows anime. He just doesn't, he's not a huge fan of it. It's but fine. now, Cody, I look to my right. Oh, I see what you're talking about. I see a full-on anime figure. And this isn't just like when you have a figure of Chun-Li. Any motherfucker in live yeah, in the 80s could no. have a figure of Chun-Li. <laughs> this is a Persona 5 waifu chibi figure. It's an uh, android. Do you know the, yeah, what's, sorry, what's the company name? Uh, Nendroid. Yeah. They make my favorite figures. They're so cute. They're extremely high quality. They're high quality. They're cute as fuck. No matter the art style, they get it right. It's so detailed. It's so well done. There's so many limbs and arms and faces and poses. Yes. Uh, and it's got a look. It's I got um Futaba a because uh she's awesome, but then also because it comes with uh, the cat. Morgana the cat. Yeah. yeah. So it was like I'm like oh, I got two, the two best characters. Yes. So yeah, I gave her. Can a, I ask you a question? I was looking at that, then I looked a little bit to the left. Are those uh, uh Kamina glasses oh, from Guten Logan? Yeah. How did those happen? When did that happen? Uh, all right, those happened like six months ago and the plan was the plan was this is supposed to be a bit. i fucked up you know i fucked up the plan was i was gonna wait till our next live episode mm-hmm. and then i was gonna wait for you to be distracted with some audience work mm-hmm. and then when you turned around i was just gonna be wearing comedy glasses like nothing happened and then i was just gonna get your natural response in front of 100 people no uh it got fucked up because because you left it out well i mean i don't use it for very much but i've been doing um twitch streams with somebody in poland Uh and they have a they have a couple different costumes and characters which Mm -hmm. is fun for them what they do and so they have a thing called fire name is caleb and they do fire caleb where they put on these like kind of like bicycle Mm. glasses like sport sport glasses but they're red and so he goes into fire mode and so that was one of his bits, and I was like going to play along in his stream because I was on his stream. I'm like, "Can you go into fire mode?" And he's like, "Well, if you're going to request it," and I'm like, "Can I join you in fire mode?" And he was like, "Oh, okay. What does that mean?" And then I 
put I pulled out the secret Courtney must never know Kamina glasses and I oh, put them on no. and it works so well and I cannot believe I just left them lazily on the thing. Oh, I'm can so we sorry. just cancel this episode and I'll go to yeah. bed sad? This was so terrible. It would have been great though, wouldn't it? it w- that sounds hilarious. And Cody, can I say that's the level of <sighs> comedy so mischief that I don't always I I feel like I pull a lot of mischief on you for I know, comedy. I had one. I had one. And it was Cody, I'm making. So we were proud so of cl- you. We're on episode 93. I was so close to the end. Oh, God and damn it. And I just it. left it on the fucking table. Cody, no, no, I'm Cody. I'm so upset you gotta, under, Okay, so here's what happened. If that worked, that's being like... Oh, it was gonna work. This was going to be like in the second act. Oh, we have the plan the solution to the problem and then the plan solution works you need now you're in your third act where you're gonna figure out something in the 11th hour now you're out of this is the hero's journey and this is the darkest this is the darkest moment you what can i go how can i fix it i mean i can't tell you you're trying to do not. of course not i'm asking the sky (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not that was such a good idea i'm not gonna outdo this I believe in you. I really believe in you. But to go back to your story, that yes, now I have a. a, a Can I tell you something? And I have also that's it's just a piece of plastic. So you put it on, you cannot see any colors, and your eyes hurt immediately. Can I tell you something? I just figured out how you fixed your mistake. But the thing is, I told you, I I thought of it, so it doesn't count anymore. Yeah, but can the way you could have upped this is if you randomly invited my parents without me knowing it (laughs) to the show. No, that wouldn't approve. The whole the whole arc was that I I anime now. I believe in you. Thank you. And either way, I'm proud. I got of you. time. I got yeah four weeks. I'm gonna find out something to do. Figure something out. <laughs> you oh, want to talk boy. about anime now? I don't even care. Yeah. I'm so sad. That's some of this dumb bullshit. Why did I destroy see that? You know what the arc of anime friendship hour is? Is how this destroys our friendship. <laughs> but it's only through misadventures of trying to be better friends yeah i mean it's shakespearean like that right it is am <laughs> i just ophelia in the river now and <laughs> the river of novelty glasses and waifu <laughs> figures just drowning in little arms and legs and cats <laughs> and glasses they're I mean, all separate parts she's got headphones so nice. she has her own cell phone she has a cell phone you're supposed to i mean it's not like you're supposed to but a lot of the reason why they do that is so that you can take pictures of it and pose her into little poses and you can make like little storyline stuff. Oh, like a little have... gar- the Garden Gnome on Adventure, but it's for animals. Yes. Figure. That makes sense. Because you can't, like, it's not like an action figure. Like it doesn't like move and bend. Yeah. It just is, but you can, and it could be you is in many parts. Swap them. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. It's so cute though, right? It is. There's... It's very well done. So- shout out to Nendroids. They're my favorite. Figma does really good. I don't know if you've Figma does a lot of the JoJo figures, and mm. they actually are like full on action figures. They're like next level. Yeah, they they have the same high quality coloring and yeah. sculpting that you will see in an anime figure, but then they have movable joints. Wow! And sometimes they look a little bit wonky, but it honestly looks pretty legit. <laughs> What did we watch this week? We watched Zombieland Saga. So this is an idol anime, except this Technically, time. Technically, yes, yeah. This is, this is actually just a straight-up idol anime. Yeah. Like, very actual little innovation. Like, 80% of it, out of context, is just straight idol anime. Yeah. What? Um, they zombies. <laughs> oh, girl. They zombies. Came out uh, earlier last year. Yes. Uh, so pretty new. It comes off as kind of like a hardcore horror thing for like five seconds. Yes. And then very much is like kind of a comedy cutesy thing. Yeah. Right? Um, I feel I like that it plays with extremes of 
genre. Yeah. I, I, I definitely like the cadence, the pacing of it. Yes, that's what I also noticed. It had a good pacing. Okay, so what I, we watched the first three episodes. First three episodes felt like the pacing was good. I got through part of the fourth episode, and I was like, a little bit less good. Yeah, and it's kind of like I, we just expect you to care about characters so much by now that we just kind of fall in. Yeah, and like, kinda, uh, mm-hmm. My immediate thought is kind of negative. It kind of felt like between iZombie and Agaretsuko and every other idol anime out there, what is this doing that's new? It does yeah. jam those things together, yeah. but it is because it has like a death metal opening and has yeah. like a death metal first episode. And then it is like there's zombies, but there's not like a lot of like zombie life stuff. It's yeah. just kind of like, whoops, we're zombies. Yeah, there's like fun, their heads pop off and that's cute. Yeah, there there is like, there's, hi- there's zombie hijinks. Yeah. I was expecting them to like, need to feed every night or that kind of part and that kind of grim aspect is not really so it's actually it's very interesting so the reason why i really really wanted to watch this was because there's a part comes very late into the show i don't think we're gonna watch more of it but it's revealed that one of the characters is trans whoa yeah so this is uh the character lily really young are you serious yeah oh my god and i wanted to see how they dealt with that and i'll probably watch it on my own but she had the big hair. Yeah. Oh, big blue cool. hair. Okay. Um, okay. but yeah, like everything I've seen of it is like seemed like really good full on good representation. That's cool. But you know what I got from knowing that before anything else? Oh, a weird read I got from this, like, they're idols, but they're zombies. And why is the zombies a but how is that a challenge? Mm-hmm. Well, because I have to keep the zombiness a secret. And I was like, oh, this is to me, it's like this is fully like being a trans person. It's like I have to, uh, I have to be good enough at being a girl so no one knows my horrible dark secret. Right. Wow. That yeah. I was wondering. Okay, so I I had no idea about that, but I definitely was thinking about because they were in like such a regiment of training and they're zombies. I was wondering if this was a criticism of J-pop, K-pop idol groups in the, of I themselves. Think it does comment on it. Because, because um, so the guy whose pool is making them be idols, it's this guy named Tatsumi. Yeah, and I actually love this guy. I think you're gonna hate him. And <laughs> you tell me why you hate him first. Well, I mean, comedically, he does fun bits and games. Comedically, he's great. Right. The voice actor is giving 150 yeah. billion percent. Right. My only criticism is they're a bit too loud. But I oh, definitely yes. love For people sure. in comedy that are a bit too loud. And sit across. Why from else would you work podcast. with me? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, uh, but the the power exchange. I mean, basically, it's an idol group which always has like this kind of like connotation of like these are children that we've just raised into the system. They don't yeah. really have agency, and now they're kind of signed on to this life thing yeah. that they want to do. Society's and then we have this, this managed right, and then we have this this manager, and like they don't even to the extent that, like their families can't control them. We watched that that documentary earlier yeah. in, the, in the year or whatever Tokyo Idol. So this is like all that, but now like they're literally agentless like dolls. Yeah, and there's this man that shouts at him, and makes him do everything. Yeah, he doesn't get creepy with them so uh, far, which no. is good. It's but really good. It's still a dude it's just still... shouting at uh, girls to do things for his benefit. Yeah, or the benefit of the city, which is not clear. It's really. But... It's really not clear. And I was like, I had some moments where I was like, I don't, it's weird to take a step back and be like, this is just an adult man yelling at young girls. Yeah. Just like that. At the same time, there are things that the character does. I see this character as like basically a plot device. Yeah. And I like it because in the first episode, our main character, Sakura, in the beginning, I'm just going to do a little backstory recap. So first scene is her. It's her first day of the second year of high school and she <laughs> good she, opening scene you know she's had a plain life 
but now things are going to change because she's going to audition to be a part of an idol group. And she runs out the door. She's so excited, gets hit by a car. <laughs> it reminded me of the opening scene of Pop Team Epic where it's just a huge mislead. Like, yeah, it's a different yeah, ending, but it's it. just like, it's everything you know. And then, no, 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 no. Except not as big of a change. Right. Well, um, it doesn't turn into a sketch show after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then cut to next scene she's in a haunted house surrounded by zombies oh turns out it's 10 years later she's a zombie now too (laughs) and she she's aware but she has um amnesia yeah but it turns out it doesn't say he revived her her or the other girls he just says that they're zombies and what i was gonna say that i love about it is what she asks like why are we zombies his answer is like you're zombies have you not seen a movie (laughs) you're zombies it's pretty easy and then he's like, you're going to save this prefecture by being an idol group. And then she's like, how? It's like, don't ask questions. Just, this is the premise of the show. Yeah. Go, go, go. And It, I, it reminded me, me of Looper, where it was just like, but the time travel doesn't make sense. And Bruce Willis is just like, don't think about don't, it. Don't, don't, don't. Stop having fun. To, <laughs> oh, see, to me? Or no, no, don't stop having fun. Don't stop, don't stop having fun. That, exactly. That's it, that's it. As yeah, a yeah. sketch writer, it's like. You're asking questions, but that's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. Let's get this moving. Let's get yeah. hijinks. I did. I did appreciate that because yeah. it was just like because it's in the first like fifteen minutes, and it's just like fuck it. And then by the third episode, second layer appreciation of this character. Uh, it's kind of a fucked up part of the role he plays, mm-hmm. but something that resonated with me is every time they do a performance and it's good, his first reaction is. You guys did great. Amazing. Fantastic. You're yeah. doing amazing. Yep. Then, without missing a beat, it's like, but now we have this other task. How are we going to yeah. do it? How are you worthless zombies going to accomplish this? And it wasn't until the third episode, I was like, oh, Courtney, that's the voice in your head every time you have a creative <laughs> achievement. Yep. It's like, great set, Courtney. But what the fuck are you doing next? Uh, oscillate between, like, overindulgent self-praise yep. and just, like, taskmaster hatred and, and yep. motivation. Yeah. And from that perspective, it was like, oh, whoever wrote this was writing truthfully from <laughs> their soul. Well, I'm glad you got something, something. Uh, truth and, and identity yeah. out of it. Because, yeah, it... It's th- pretty shallow. Honestly, the the vibe... It, it, the, okay, the whole show is pretty shallow. And yeah. I think we both walked away saying this was lighter than we were hoping for. We were hoping yeah, it was I was be, hoping it'd be a little bit weirder yeah i would would either weirder or like more slapdash funny or more dramatic but it was just kind of like light and cute and light funny or whatever it's fine uh but i was gonna say the since i didn't have that uh, since i maybe i was more like you're saying i hated this guy earlier yeah the vibe i got from it in the first episode and this doesn't really play out vibe wise but just the situation they're in made me and i don't know if there's a genre for this but what do you call it when the premise of the show is one evil all-controlling man and then kind of like the prisoners and then the show is from the perspective of the prisoners kind of carrying out their task but also trying to escape and subvert it interesting um, and it reminded me of the oa and of um split the oh. movie which are both movie the movie and the series are all basically about one controlling psychopath kind of charismatic man and then not well, women but not necessarily just all women but kind of their subjects and then kind of oscillating between going along with the plan because maybe that's the best way out of mm-hmm. this or like trying to escape and maybe that's the best way out of this and not really because they tried to escape a couple times in the yeah. first couple episodes and yeah. it ended up not they all kind of got on board and that's not really what this is doing at all but yeah. like that's how like creepy and wrong this guy was to oh yeah, right yeah. like when it the second episode when they're or maybe the first one maybe they're escaping and it's like oh every time it's kind of played off as a joke but it's always 
some way they're kept in the situation despite their character not wanting to. Right. And I get that, they're like... They're prisoners. I get that narratively you have to uh, deny the call at first. Sure. But also but this, it's very this, gross. Uh, this, isn't a, this isn't a horror show, right? This isn't about them escaping. You yeah. want them to want to be idols because yeah. that's what this show is. Exactly. Right? And of course the natural reaction would be, what the fuck is happening? I just woke up 10 years later yeah. as a zombie. I'm in the fuck out of here. So they had to go through those motions. But given that there's only one kind of human authority figure, Can I... it's kind of like a puppet master thing. Yeah, it's really weird. But at the same time, I feel like by the second episode, I saw where this was going. It's like, all right, well, if none of these girls are going to display any like very deep nuanced emotions about yeah. the situation, so maybe there's no point in reading that much into no, it. No, that was definitely more of a, an episode one in the yeah. first episode of two thought. And then also, and what's the moral conundrum here? Like, if you were to resurrect somebody 100 years after they die, yeah. Do they have full agency? It's no. kind of a second crack at life, but also, what do you get to control? Like, yeah. But also, if you create an artificial life, can you whatever? So anyway, I didn't mean to get too far into that. What um, happens? Uh, she one one person comes wake, woken up, and then they go to their first concert. Yes. So I want to talk about the girls for a second. Oh yeah, yeah. So we have I don't remember all their names. Sakura's uh, the main character. Yes, and then we have a girl gang boss. She was alive in the nineties. Mm. I wish we Saki. got. That's what I thought. I wish we got to learn about their deaths. I feel like when you're introducing uncharacters, oh. the best part is talking about how they died. Just, just Who flash, they flashback to yeah. the death scene, like her on her bike. It's such it an been easy so joke. You they, get they did that a good joke. job with the introductions because like, yeah. it was like really fast. But you're right; that is the you funnest get a, part. You get to create an ironic death for everyone. <laughs> There's I. Which one was? Oh, she was the idol. Uh, yes. So there's two girls who were actually like full-on idols when they were alive mm -hmm. and i swear to god i thought they were like oh god because they were the two who didn't want to do it so right I, they should know yeah i thought it was like they're gonna have some storyline where at least one of them try to kill themselves because of being an idol right and this show just really doesn't get that real it doesn't uh, maybe uh, at least not right away i can't because again like i said it brings up the trans thing but also mm -hmm. everything i've seen mm -hmm. of it it's very much like when i say the ideal version of having a trans character is like all the other characters are supportive of her. Basically. Right, there's no. It's very like yeah, yeah. No this darkness is the, at all. Ver the fun version of it, and yeah. it's not necessarily like grisly truth realism. Yeah, you know. So, in keeping with that, I would be surprised if they had a storyline like suicidal idol girls who are now <laughs> forced to be idols again. <laughs> so I was the one in 2008 that Sakura was a yeah. fan of, and then Junko was uh, the one from the 80s. Yeah, which and she was a they, solo they artist. They referred to as a different period of idleness. Yeah, Showa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's Heisei, and this is all based on who is the emperor. Emperor, I mean, quotation marks because oh, it's uh, we we all know this. It's it's, it's a historical period. Not I thought there were periods of idol. I thought this no, was like no. this was disco, baby. No, 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 no. actually, I learned um, it was like this is a Reagan era idol. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like holy shit. This is how that's how they divide media because like even with Common Rider, they're like this is Showa Common Rider. Wow. This is Heisei Common Rider. This is, a, this is an Eisenhower Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as I, as I was going to explain, if you are not aware, they're still like emperor, like prince. So, today? Or, yeah. Like the queen in England? Yeah. yeah, it's like that, except I feel like less so. I feel like like they're even there. Less, even less than the queen? I Yeah, I feel like Golden they, piano? Golden, golden. I feel like they have <laughs> less of, like they are a figurehead. Sure. But I feel like they are less of a figurehead is what right. I'm saying. I've never heard a British person speak highly of the Queen. So if if it's really worse than that, I, I am sorry. When I've seen them, they've been 
British people that are put on TV and it's very old. Like, it's very interesting. Oh, really old people I could see being like, oh, this is quaint and what I grew up with being normal. My biggest exposure to British people is Great British Bake Off. (laughs) And it's, they'll make jokes about the queen and they won't necessarily say, fuck their queen or I love the queen. Right. But, like, they'll be like, I'm making a Buckingham Palace cake or I'm making British flag cake or whatever. Yeah. So it seems like condoning, but, like, at the same time, that is... Even aside from the monarchy, yeah, that is also still like a building that's representative of your country. So yeah. like, I can't say don't do like the Grand Canyon cake or something. Yeah, it's totally unrelated to the government. It's just a part of the national history. Right. I guess I. I mean, it's not totally, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I'm not saying that every British person I've heard is like. Like saying, like burn, burn down the country. I just, I am, they just don't take them seriously as like somebody they need to respect, right? Yeah. Like, this yes, is yes, just yes, this yes. is the cute thing in the. This is he the thing Grandma see. gave us that I mean, we can't I think throw away. They're built-in celebrities. Is the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy, and I think I think that's partially why when you look at British actors, they're like serious people. Yeah. Because our only celebrities are actor and singer types. But if your country has built-in celebrities, right. they don't have to worry about... They're never going to be as famous as the queen. So why worry about it? Just be good <laughs> at the thing you do. Wow. That's a... Yeah. And, I don't... And I they're can, not political, so yeah. you don't hate them or love them. Right? They're like neutral. Are they not political? Well, though? they're not, not political. But like, you know, like our... We have famous people who are in politics. Yeah. But like you either think they're They're not doing making good, active moves. Right. Your life isn't as bad because of a decision the queen made right she benefits from a decision that might be making your life bad but you know she didn't say yay or nay to it <laughs> anyways Amy uh, says they're not allowed to vote i'm not sure if she's referring to the royalty or the people allowed to vote for the royalty i think we're gonna follow up oh, Ro- oh. the royalty are not allowed to vote well okay I mean, that makes sense. I'm saying... Neither are felons, and yeah. who are royalty but felons, so... But, I, like, at the same time, it's, like, they're, like, on one hand, just celebrities, but I also would find it hard to be that high profile and that closely related to an institution and not be a political figure in some way. Right. You know? It's like, if the queen shows up to something, this is what's on the yeah. hot list. And taxpayer dollars are going to exactly. make that happen, right? So Yeah, Exactly. Anyways, um, Yuguri is Yugiri, a uh, she's a qu- uh, courtesan. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't made clear if she was a sex worker or if she was a, like she does tricks and performances type geisha person. But it was like hundred years ago or more, yeah. right? It was so. the Meiji area. This is when Japan was just becoming like Westernized. It's right when Tom Cruise got there. If you listen yeah. to our episode, last episode, <laughs> this is in the Cruise era of Japan. <laughs> Um, and, then, and then we have Lily, the, the kid who is she was a like, child star on like variety shows and stuff. Right, she had the big ass hair, which is awesome. Um, and there's Ty. Oh, Ty is fun. Ty. Is, oh, she's the one that doesn't become human. Yeah, she's the one that never wakes up and just bites stuff. Whenever um, there's a lull in the dialogue, yeah. this is where the comedy is. Is she still straight up zombieing? And it's it's pretty. Fun. It's probably it's, my favorite part of the show fun. as a runner. And like again, I kind of respect how much this is a person writing a comedy thing is like i'm just gonna create strong foundations whenever something new needs to happen <laughs> tots me this glasses motherfucker he's gonna yell at them something new is gonna happen whenever there's a lull i can think yeah. of a joke she's gonna bite some shit it's, it's built in safety mechanism mechanisms absolutely, absolutely and then uh romero is the dog the, the dog is poodle. really cute and but then it turns into a scary dog sometimes yeah and it's, it's not clear if that's just um like anime face affect 
adaptation or if that is like an actual transformation that's happening. I, yeah, it's but it's, it, you were dealing with the reanimation of the dead or whatever. So I don't know. We watched first three, so they they do their first performance. Yeah. Their yeah. first concert is at a metalhead show because that's the fir- only open mic in town. <laughs> Which, I would I've love to try stand up. <gasps> you have a leather jacket, right? You'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I can do it. Uh, you, have, you have a spiked collar, maybe. It sounds like something you might have in a closet. I don't know. You know what? Spikes are a little bit too much for me. Oh, you have a choker, but you don't have a spiker. I have a choker. There I do we go. Have a choker. Okay, okay. So my style, I like to wear leather, but leather is something that can be intimidating. If you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody, you know it's code for being a dangerous AIDS-infested <laughs> gray person. Jesus. Gold well, Globe winner. <laughs> well, have you seen it? It kind of basically is that. No, you know, I, I I have not, and I've heard bad Look, things. I'm one of the contradictory queers who's like, I think it painted gay people to bad light. I think a movie no, yeah. written by the committee of all the straight dudes of a band maybe isn't the best representation. I, I had not heard anything about this movie, and then it won a Golden Globe, and now I heard all the bad things about it. Like, it was just a floodgate of, like, yes. this thing's a piece of shit. Everyone loves the main actor guy. Who, oh, everyone. Because he, he's so talented. And, and he he's does so, he's so funny looking. But I just would have loved it if the material he got was better written and right. thought out. Right. He looks like he's got a funny thing to say or a funny sound to make with his face. That's because he's, he's wearing little... fake teeth. No, just in general. Like that oh, actor. Oh, Jeremy Mott. Yeah. yeah. He, he is that kind of guy. It's like he always sound, looks like he has a thought on his mind. Yeah. You know? Cheeky. <laughs> I can't tell if that's just like, if that's true, if that's just like an actor charm, or if he just has pretty eyes. Uh, you know? I, I'm worried he's got like a some sort of gum disease. <laughs> I saw a, a tweet translated from Japanese, and it was literally says, translation, this actor looks like he's trying to chew potato chips very quietly all the time. And it was like, yeah, this is what exactly what he looks like. Anyway. Oh, my God. Oh. So they do the concert, and their their whole thing is they can scream and headbang, and this wakes up all of the... The, yeah, yeah. Mess with the something zombies, about screaming, headbanging, that gets the zombies getting going. And guess who else it gets up and going? Metalhead audience. They love them. Yeah, local theater. Yes. So they get their first two fans. It's these two metalhead dudes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's their first success. They look like Bebop and Rocksteady. Like, it's really over the top, but uh, anyway. They are. <laughs> God. Uh, the next episode is completely different. They well, there, there's another. They, escape. they all wake up. They all wake up. So they're all together except for Ty, who's still a zombie for comedic purposes. Mm-hmm. Two of them try to escape, and again, it's the two idle. Sakura people. tries to yeah. stop. Yeah, they, well, they know. So I guess that is a little bit yeah. of that, right? Um, and so they're going to do another show. I don't know if a big bunch of stuff happens. Yeah, they do it at an elderly home. Right. So this is, they, we're, we're really escaping the bottom of the barrel of the <gasps> oh, mics here. They kind of escape for a little bit, and they're out oh, of the town. Oh, you're right. And we get a visit. From a very familiar type of character, Cody. Were you as excited as I was? I I think so, but what are you talking about? Is that Rap Seen Bo- earlier in Devil Man. Rap Boys? Rap Boys. Rap Boys. Rap Boys who rap about what's happening around them. Uh, Rippity just... rap, 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 rap boys. It seems to be part of their like movement mechanism is that they have to be within three feet of each other and they can only move <laughs> laterally or forward if there is a rap happening. Yes. And then that is how they propel themselves down the streets and alleys. And they're they're both, like, threatening. So, they're like, obviously, these women don't want them chasing them. That's very clear based yeah. on body language. But also, like, they're very jovial. And they're not, they're like, like... They're not, like, hey, we're going to mack on the ladies. They're, like, hey, do you want to go to karaoke? You don't have money. Don't worry. We'll pay. We're gonna, we'll have fun. As they uh, advance. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. It's, it's a little weirdly polite as yes. it is predatory. I, th- I was thinking, like... 
Straight up, if someone did that to me, it'd really depend on my mood. I might be like, get the fuck away from me. Or I might be like, what the fuck is your deal? I, I feel like if you ask my mom in 1991 what a gang was like, they this is what they would have thought. Like, <laughs> by now, they know that this isn't real. But in 1991, right, like, at the height of 80s rap mm-hmm. culture, like, this is this, this is, is what, like this is what happens if you if you go to the south side of Madison, right? <laughs> Wisconsin. Oh yeah. God! Um, when so, you when you were funk rapping in your three eleven cover band, did she <laughs> which, did she call the police on you? Did would she have a sit down with you? She was just so proud that I was taking the spotlight because I was such like a little like don't move me. I'm a shy smart boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. And now look at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goddamn performer. Now, now she's like, so who is this for? <laughs> That, that applies to Why three to three to four of my creative projects. She's supportive. She's happy that I'm happy, but What's she just the other doesn't. One? What's the one that she believes in? Um, I think stand up makes the most sense. I say things that are funny. People, yeah, laugh. that makes you know, sense. But you know what? I always like. I get upset when I say I do comedy and for like, like because in my mind I'm an improviser. Yeah, who and I do stand up sometimes. I believe that you have nothing planned out ever. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing. How was that, how was that plan? I was doing banter. It's not meant to be real. No, Cody, I love it. Read me, read me, bitch. <laughs> I'm not an actor. I can't mind me. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, it infuriates me that people are so familiar with stand up when it's like, honestly, hmm. the shows you actually watch. Most of the time, they're doing improv. You love The Office. You watch that more than you watch stand up. They're improvising. You, you can't. Yeah. identify with this when i drop this word with you right you know and, what i'm saying and when it's too scripted you can you sense that it's fake but you don't know yeah it. you yeah. just it just feels disingenuous it's yeah. only when it's like super authentic and actually like when your brain is connected to your acting because you're like thinking yeah. about it well i'm talking just about like when i talk to people at work and i tell them what i do outside of work right they don't get it but they don't realize what a big percentage of the things they actually yes are. Yeah, yes yeah, 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 that's sure. what i'm saying yeah 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 but anyways <laughs> uh so okay so they're playing at the old folks home and oh have we talked about oh, the cop oh, yet okay oh you're right you're right okay okay back back to rap boys rap boys rap boys rap with them they get interrupted by a cop now this cop is motherfucker he's weird he shows up in episode one and he realizes she's a zombie and that's how she realizes she's yeah a zombie. and, and he shoots her he sh- literally shoots her doesn't have to catalog where that bullet went apparently uh and then he encounters this, this is japan situation. so i have to assume it's a model gun and it's just like eh, it's an airsoft gun yeah. well, Persona five taught me anything it's airsoft guns is the only gun shop in town and also they will buy everything from you and they'll be completely effective against any kind of mystical creature <laughs> yes also it's one of the chillest extended youtube soundtracks i've been playing on twitch lately because it's just like do 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 and it's just like 15 minutes of that and i'm just like yeah yeah the persona 5 music is really as close as you could get to acid jazz yeah. without being full-on like capitola uh surf and turf restaurant yeah pull the trippiness in a little bit yeah yeah give it a little bit style a little bit fashion <laughs> but like you know the crazy thing about acid jazz it's the one of the most boring types of jazz when you really <laughs> listen to it i find all jazz in its unpredictability very boring because it's just noise at some point right yeah. it's like if you rap really fast i'm like wow this is really cool and I'm really into it. but if you rap just a little too fast yeah. then it becomes noise and i'm like well this is garbage yeah so there's like a there's a threshold it's there. like there's eminem who's just like oh i feel like he doesn't go over the line he doesn't 
I hate him, good. but yeah, he's good. So like, there's like Busta Rhymes, and, and then him. there's like full on like mumble rappers, like oh blah 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 blah. Yeah, I was yelling about this in my car. It's like fucking fucking Drake. It's so successful and lauded. Yeah. But I feel like there have been plenty of people who be like, yo, Drake doesn't write his own raps. And it's like, okay, cool. But then also, he's not that good at the rapping. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, then you but then, at least with Drake, most of his songs are actually him singing his raps, but at least he can sing. Then you got fucking Post Malone. This motherfucking singing all the time. He cannot sing. What's happening there? And he's stinky. Well documented. Many fan accounts. will cite stinky Post Malone. Hashtag stinky Post Malone. So what does he bring to the table? I mean, that's like he's that's, white and twenty-one, white twenty-one, white twenty-one. <laughs> and and Drake can sing part of his songs. That's what, and he's got a strong jaw and a big dick or something. Like, what are we talking about? Like, yeah, I mean, I I feel like uh, that was always my criticism of Kanye. Is like he can't sing, he can't rap, but he I, makes music. He makes that. That's good what he beats. did for five years before he was Kanye. And I feel right like before he got like off the deep end, he always Maga, had like a yeah. strong point of view. Yeah, and I felt like he could articulate that even if he said something that was full and done at mastery you can articulate that he was an artist very clever way right right so it's like i always like got like he's doing something someone else can't do even though he's doing a few things that most people can do much better yeah but he is being (laughs) like with drake it's like i feel like drake is more of a moment kanye is a character he's like a bowie where it's like this is a person who's yeah, perfectly a, a unique being himself thing. in a yeah. place, and we enjoy it. Whereas Drake, to me, is like, he's such a chameleon artistically. Right. But to me, that's always like just him. Did he him get, and his team looking at statistics and like, this is this will be popular. Right. We will do this. That's what I said. Was he famous kind of before he was huge? I mean, he was on the Bossy. Exactly. But so I think like, they try to play that down, actually. Right. But he, he kind of came in too easily. He didn't have to break through with some sort of unique genius. Here's what I think. He was a polished product by the time he actually like, started being successful in music. Here's what I think Drake Maybe. brought to the table. Is he got at a, at a point in rap where I think... There wasn't really like a pretty boy, mm. boy band type of thing. There you go. Yeah. And he filled that space and he's been allowed to stay there. Like Common was too, too virtuous. Yeah. And he I, wasn't talking about wanting to bang Nikki and my daughter or something. Yeah. You need a little bit of that. Yeah. And Drake has always been good about like, I'm going to sing about, I want to fuck you. But then also be like, I have feelings. I think I heard sometimes too, but I also understand you have feelings. And clearly when you look at his life and how he approaches situations, Mm -mm. that's not genuine at all. Nope. But strategically as a creator of content, listen, you're putting the pieces together correctly. On on one hand, you're getting 100% on the Scantron. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He hasn't dropped it. You're not writing an amazingly written essay, but you're passing this class. known as the music industry you know what i'm saying yes i don't think see him as having like a point of view right and i feel like he is definitely the type of singer is like you just were born with a good voice i do not think He's i don't know stupid May- handsome voice yeah golden voice plain no, bread person i can't wait until he's 40 and bloated is all i'm saying <laughs> I, I do feel like busta slowed down when he got fat yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I was just talking to my friends, and they were telling me, like, oh, yeah, we're 30. We can't be professional video gamers anymore. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? This isn't, like, gymnastics. And they're like, it's all response time. So I have to imagine it's the same oh, thing with rap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm bad at Street Fighter. Yeah. Like, there's just parts of the game are built around the idea that, like, 20-year-olds can never respond that fast. Snip, 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 snip. 
Also, uh, on on Twitch, you need to look like a uh, something a fourteen-year-old boy thinks a twenty-two-year-old boy looks like. Mm, right? You do look like that. Though. But for now, time's ticking. Alcoholism's crushing. <gasps> uh, <laughs> I thought you needed I have, to look like. <laughs> I have four hundred fifty followers for a reason, but mm. it's uh, it's, it's it's it's. You have to be what that fourteen-year-old boy would like to grow up into, right? <laughs> Yes, exactly, right? You have to either be what the 14-year-old boy wants to date or wants to be walking around in the body of dating. Right, to yeah. be to be a ninja or something, right? God. But you know who I do great with uh, disproportionately? Women. You know and why? More and more women gamers out there. So, yeah. yeah. Co- Co- Let me tell you this, Cody. <laughs> the internet female fans of video games and comics and stuff they love female empowerment, but what I've seen a lot of also is they love an inoffensive dude. They love beta male. To the point where it's actually like, I feel like you like this inoffensive dude more than you like your female counterparts. Yeah, there might be a problem with that. Yep. But <laughs> at the same time, same way Drake's putting together those pieces. Don't, don't, not put together the pieces. Hit the follow button. Hit All the right. coin. Anyway, so rap boys cop. Uh, there's another stand up. So off topic. Uh, okay, so fires the gun again. Fires the gun again. Hits a window because he's a terrible shot. Yeah, but this scares everyone. Can I talk about the thing about the cop that I want to talk about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say watch the first episode of this show just to hear the voice acting. Because yeah, first you're weird. gonna be like, "Wow, Tots me is weird," but then the cop shows up with this voice. It's like. But he's drawn like a normal dude. I couldn't tell. It was weirdly like screechy, s- scre- yeah, screechy, snotty, childish, maybe or like yeah. a monster. But he's not the monster. Or I, I he, couldn't. Put to my me, on it. honestly, he was just like, and maybe kind of like almost in a borscht belt type of way. It's like this guy is just showing up to make jokes happen. The way he framed that, I'm like, is there a comedia dell'arte like like stock character in Japan that he is playing the part of? Kind? which is like the like screechy freak out old yeah. guy i don't know i don't know the voice just i couldn't because there are like those archetypical voices yeah. Yeah, yeah um but he just seemed weird and screechy and it was so off with his very normal character design that something about it was like i love that i love <laughs> that casting male cop 1a uh <laughs> voiced by hiroki yoshino or Austin Tittle in English. There's an English translation? Wait, where the fuck is this? We oh, watched we watch the subs. Watching that. Well, the good for us. Oh, you know what? I also want to talk about voices. So going back to Toss Me, the ringleader of this guy, I learned something. This is a theory. So when he was directing them to go to shows, he had like this very his cadence when speaking Japanese almost sound like English. Did you pick up on that? No, but he had I mean there was English mixed in there, but that's semi regularly. Yeah, right? but yeah. I think I always thought it was comedic timing. I had no idea. So go ahead. I, I've noticed that it kind of had like a more of an English cadence to it. Sure. And then there will be some English mixed in. And I was like, oh, is the Japanese version of a Hollywood, your producer, show business voice type person? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we have that. Like, right. Is their version just someone who has like an American accent? Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. If like half of their actors have to work with Western yeah. if uh, you're media like, all the time. Yeah. I can produce something. I I worked for the something, something for this in LA for like two years or whatever. Right, right. It's questions. That makes sense. Ponderings. Makes, I mean, that, okay, so we, we skipped over, but that was. He, they look like real people when they perform because <gasps> of his makeup. His, he has makeup skills from Hollywood. This bitch is using like Dermablend or some <laughs> shit. 
because it is flawless. <laughs> His, he, he did the makeup on Vice, but for <laughs> all of them, and in the back of a van in 10 yeah. minutes. Okay, so cop shoots, they all freak out, they run back or away or yeah, whatever. I, end of end of scene thing. is over. Um, but then they, okay, so the second performance and old folks home. Yes, I don't know what the plan for their if they were going to do an they idol style do performance a song that they barely had any practice for. But in the middle, uh oh, Ty's head pops off. <laughs> so the 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 actual still zombie one actually works like a zombie and again they don't get into any of the physics of like why does this magic or whatever but like her head can pop up and goes there her, her arms come off all the yeah. time makes a fun popping sound um and then to resolve this chaos they burst into a rap of their they own they start argumenting but start argumenting in rap Whoa. it's a rap battle and then from the back scenes the producer starts beatboxing and then we're led with eight minutes of really yeah. cringy rap <laughs> it's the th- thing is um are you defending this rap to me right now i'm gonna try to explain rap in the japanese language okay um where so in english it's like if i end my sentence with an a sound my next sentence is gonna also end with an a sound because sure. that's gonna rhyme yeah but with japanese it kind of doesn't matter because you can say blah 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 des yo or you you would say daro if you were rapping because you would be more informal ah. because like daro but then all your ten sentences because it's a sentence ender you can say daro 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 they can cheat yeah so you kind of it kind of is partially sp- just speaking in a cadence, right? Which English rapping is sure. that too. Pros. Uh, you gotta have you have to have some amount of flow, but I don't know the nuances. I just know you have to focus on different things. Well, they and their words completely differently than we are. And yeah, that's yeah. The basis of how we. I mean, we rhyme mostly with this, but yeah, like that. I could see that being. Uh, I saw the um the sub translations, and this was probably because now I'm realizing this was actually uh, dubbed in English in a different version. The English words on the bottom did rhyme. So yeah. they did rewrite this yeah. in English to rhyme, which I assumed didn't rhyme in Japanese because that'd be a fucking crazy yeah. coincidence, right? So um, that's interesting. I, I didn't... I mean, yeah. It's... I mean, we would still hear it like it sounded like it rhymes, but you're saying like in the language, those words aren't chosen specifically to rhyme. They're just it's... put in the I right was... place in the sentence. This was something that was explained to me when I was doing Japanese linguistics in college, but it's more based around the mora, which in English we have syllables, but in Japanese, it's very slightly different. But like each character is its own syllable, right? But it's not quite because it's its own sound, and this is distinctly called a mora. Okay. And well, you have different priorities uh, to what sounds pleasing to your ear based yeah. on your language. It's I. What I can say about Japanese rapping is what I've gleaned is like basically how do we achieve the same effect as English rapping? Right. But it can't. We can't just like I said be like daro daro daro. So it's right. not all going to be focused on what rhymes. It's going to be more like what sounds good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But there's a reason. But it's when, still probably bad. <laughs> there's a reason why when they recorded the Street Fighter 4 opening theme song they, and yeah. they needed a rap bridge, they brought in Flo Rida. <laughs> they did a good job again. Yeah. They, uh, they made it work. Somehow these old people these old people are way into the rapping. And then, okay, the last episode we watched episode three. Um, where they're back in the shop and they're going, they're practicing again and they're trying to come up with the uh, name, cool. name of the group. Mm, yeah. Lily just spitballs Lily with Lily Cutie Magic. Yeah. <laughs> and she's insistent um, that it be cute, which makes sense. Makes sense. Then the biker girl suggests, um, they write it on the board and the translation above it is Wicked Rage Void Slackers. <laughs> and then they, they ask her, and I don't know if this was a translation or a subtitle or whatever, they're like, how is that pronounced? And then she says, Joan of Arc. This is a thing you can do with kanji. 
is if you are creating a title or something or a new phrase, you can use whatever kanji you want. And because you're creating a new phrase, there's no set reading for it. So you can't bullshit around and just be like... It's not phonetic. There are like, depending on the... Uh, because Japanese is very contextual, you would look at a word, you'd look like, listen, okay, we're talking about river soil deposits. So if these two <laughs> characters come together to mean like a geode, right. and I might normally not recognize it as that. I might normally see those two characters and think they're totally different sounds. But based on what the sentence I'm reading, the content of it, wow. I will identify it as that. Jesus, no if you're so and if you're reading something as academic as that, there might be like furigana and a note attached to it too. I see, but you know, what I'm saying it's like right. Not um, everything is just sounded yeah. out. Yeah, so there are usual sounds connected to kanjis, but again, if you're creating a unique new title for something, you can't kind of just bullshit around, and it's kind <laughs> of like a stylistic like fuck society bullshit these three things together there we're we're gonna say does this because no one else put these three things together and said what it is so you know fight me yeah (laughs) john of arc style exactly um and then they have a fun gag where every time uh saki writes a cute name she writes it with gross kanji oh i didn't know what that was oh yeah um so like when they got one name that worked she wrote wrote it out in kanji and then it had a translation and i was like uh stinky stink gang or something oh yeah, yeah. rotten chaos and then they're all like oh god do we stink because we're zombies and they yeah, thought that was, that was fun. funny but i didn't realize if they concluded that they do or don't stink but it didn't it's really, unclear yeah it didn't only say it, um then when sakura is asked the spitball name all she can say is french bread or cream puffs and then based on um our last what's her name the the one that's tai. still a zombie tai tai is sneezing she eats a marker and sneezes out the ink and says Frau Chow Chow? French Chow Chow. French, French Shoo Shoo. French Shoo Shoo. Yeah. Is that just the sound of a sneeze? I think it is. I yeah. Think it's just something that sounds French and cute. They did not translate it. And I guess because they set it up with French bread or whatnot, yeah. that, it, 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 that makes the most sense that is it just sounds like, oh, <laughs> it's a. This is sweet. <laughs> you know? So they get that, and then they have um their their last gig? Or? Oh, there's a bit that I enjoyed that I was like, this is fun. Is that Sakura was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. God, I don't oh, know. Oh, some angst, yeah. Yeah, and then what's going on during this is they're in a park, and they're like on this Ferris wheel spinny type of thing. Merry-go-round. Yeah, and she gets catapulted off of it. And then in that moment of flying, she's like, you know what? Even as zombies, we can do this. And then she starts to explain this to her friends. And before she can finish, slapped in the face by Yugiri. And then Yugiri says, Sakura, what happened to practicing? You know, even as zombies, we can do this. And then I was like, yeah, Yugiri's right. And she's like, I was going to say that. Uh, she discovered it. It's too it's, late. It's, I think as a, just a pure bit. Yeah, it was a great. good bit. And then they uh, they flash mob their next performance. Yeah, and two of them are butt hurt and don't get out of the van. Yeah, and then the, it doesn't go very well, and they end up saving but then, them. Yeah, and then they're a team and stuff. And they uh, they get one fan. It's this little girl who's very yeah. impressionable. And it also makes you think about how idol culture works and in making impressionable little girls follow uh, zombie-like uh, adolescent girls. Here's the thing: uh, because with... none of them will turn into actual women. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing with idol culture and it's not like we don't do this here but like absolutely so you have adult women kids are gonna try and be like adults that's just no matter where you go that's how things are gonna be but then these adult women are also dressing up pretty much like children the skirts are very frilly and like it's like not that different from how children would dress so it's like this adult who looks like you so my you could be that 
And I think that's what makes it extra impressionable. Yeah, because they're you know they're they, that's the easiest thing for them to project onto is it's, yeah. it's a bigger size version of what they already are. Yeah, infantile size, uh, small more grown women. Yeah, I feel like Japan really lays into infantilization, mm-hmm. whereas America over here we like a, just a traditional oversexualization of minors. Uh, uh, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera only got to about eighteen and a half to nineteen before they went full sex mode. Yes, right. They were still in cheerleader outfits just until a breaking point, and that was like. One and a half albums in, yeah, 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 of their seven album career, and even then, we all knew what was going on. Right, it yeah. was a uh, planned. Okay. Anyway, so that is. Uh, oh, uh, can I just ask? Oh, this is Zombieland Saga. Saga is a prefecture of Japan. Yeah. Uh, which something else we just watched told me there were seventy three of. Oh, 47. 47. Ooh, I got close with one of those numbers. It's so it's not Saga as in Saga as a story, or did they pick it because it I sounds think, like that? I think it sounds like both, and that's what's fun. Well, that is fun. Okay, it was very on the southern area i don't know okay i, I was probably mentioned in our uh super sentai episode with all the trains yeah. that's where i go also in the intro of this series is a whole a scene of them being super sentai and fighting a monster which i was kind of like i wish this was the show zombie sentai yeah. woman but uh it was it was just a fun the, the intro is very fun yeah well it's, fun. it's a it's fun it's light I'm not sure I'd recommend it, yeah, but it's, it's a thing. You know what? The thing is, the first three episodes is like, this is this is actually, it has some things that if it leaned into certain areas, it could yeah. be really good. But then I watched the fourth episode and it went back to like, these two characters aren't sure if they want to be a part of the idol group anymore. Right. It's like, you can't do that. We just solved that problem. <laughs> We're not going back. This it, isn't fucking it, love life. Get out of my face. <laughs> It needs to pick up. Yeah, yeah, Love Live would be the yeah, yeah, the more it's like we have to convince every character in a three arc series that they want to do this. Yeah, this is the call to adventure or whatever. It's, yeah, not... should have been that first escape, and that's it. Yeah, visually, characters are very fun. Yes. We didn't talk about some of them, but like the long haired rainbow hair one is very cool. Oh, she's very um, cute. Okay, well, this brings us to our next uh, <laughs> studio friend. Um. Fanny, can you come over here? It's Fan Corner. I'm Fanny, the Fan Corner parrot. I was the first ever created uh, mascot of the show. Thank you, Fanny. That's really uh, informative for the viewers. I'm a professional. I think they kind of resent that they always come out second, and so people might think that Chickadee China is kind of the first in line, but, like, really, Fanny was OG. Right, you know, as a performer, you learn that your job is to make everyone look good. Right, so, you know, I understand that some people might want the limelight, but for me, it's just creating a good product for the audience. Right, you really are a professional, Fanny. <laughs> I think they're a little bit of a martyr, but... All right, let's move on to Fan Corner. Uh, right, we- unnecessary! We got a like uh, from Star Red Eyes Star on Pink Christmas. It was Ooh. a pretty good episode. Uh, Noise. And then um, our top listening to city is Vancouver, BC. Hey! Yeah, my former me and friend of the friend of the show and her own woman, my wife Amy, uh, lived there for two years. It um, is a West Coast yes. Pacific it is metropolitan the home area. of one of my favorite podcasts. If you live there and you're into comedy and podcasts, you've probably listened to Stop Podcasting Yourself. Mm -hmm. Pretty OG. It was before needing a format or a topic or theme. (laughs) Well, Um, it was just a novel thing in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. The theme is they're Canadian. We've uh, met a couple of Vancouver-based improv people oh, coming to our right. site. I think we've talked about the city before, but I whatever. wonder if it's them. Shoot us a comment or email or whatever you want. Let us know that you're real and not bots yeah. being tracked from we Romania. Look, from Romania? 
I don't know. <laughs> I'll take a Romanian bot. Oh, as a Romanian bot, how do you feel about the undead? Romanians hate their relation to Dracula, actually. Oh. Know. But maybe a bot. Is that didn't. where Transylvania really is? Yeah. Is it an actual, like, municipality? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a place. Do they pay Romania. taxes? Do they have a, a boundary? Do they have a sign that says population of Transylvania? Yeah, full on. Have you seen the No Reservations episode there? He I, makes I'm, some Dracula jokes and they kick him out. <laughs> it's it's really funny how fast uh, it goes. It, it sounds like something he couldn't keep in his pants. No, I watched he basically, all... like, is contained to being in the hotel. Amazing. I watched all of the um uh the CNN one, but I did not go back and watch all the uh, Travel Channel ones, which is something to do. The Travel Channel ones are... Very, I mean, obviously, production value is not as good, but... It's it's you get to see him as a young man, and by a young man, <laughs> mid to late forties. Right. <laughs> um, well, that's been our show. That's the show. Uh, we love you very much. I've been Cody, the seemingly non-anime person, but exposed through my poor hiding of props for future episodes. I have been Courtney, lifelong fan of anime and friendship, <laughs> and Cody. I as long as I've known you. But through a layer of mild disappointment in my preparation. <laughs> Goodbye, Jojo. Bye, Jojo. Hey, everyone. Want to thank you so much for listening, and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much. <laughs>